Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. All right, good evening. 12-5, the final score. Royals take the opener from the White Sox. And it's a pick-your-star type of night. One of those kind of games where no matter, almost no matter who your favorite Royal is, you can pat yourself and him on the back and say you were the star. So who was your star of the night? Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. The text line is there for you as well. Same number, 913-586-7610. Zach Grinke delivers, uh, well, as we call it on this show, uh, a Grinke special. Five innings and a chance to win. Actually got a little extra in tonight's Grinke special. Five and two-thirds innings, three earned runs on six hits, two strikeouts, and a walk. Zach Granke getting it done on the mound with his pitching expertise, but also flashing that gold glove ability. Man, does he make fielding a very difficult position where you don't have much time to think. He makes it look very easy, very routine, and it's anything but. Bobby Witt Jr., Setting the stage early on, right out of the gate, bottom of the first inning, a leadoff opposite field single. He steals second base, advances to third on an opposite field knock from Vinny Pasquantino, and then scores on a sack fly from Salvador Perez. Bobby getting it done at the dish and defensively as he showed off that cannon of a right arm. The throw he made in the... Top of the sixth inning to get Luis Roberts, who I know probably isn't 100%. I don't know what that was in center field as that ball clanged off his glove. But Bobby showed off that incredible right arm getting the speedy Robert out at first base. I mean, I can go all night talking about these Royals. I'd love to hear from you. 913-586-7610. MJ Melendez drives in four with a no-doubt two-run home run in the fourth inning, a two-run single in the sixth, and he too gets it done defensively. Top of the second inning. How far did he run to make that catch? 
MJ, full extension. A long, long, hard run. He was digging, dives, and robs Hanser Alberto of an RBI single, forcing him to settle for a sacrifice fly. Offensively, defensively, Bobby, MJ, Michael Massey, Nick Prado, Mike Hal Garcia, Jackie Bradley Jr. How about the night for JBJ, man? If I told you coming into this one that Jackie Bradley would be on three times, would have a pair of extra base hits and a pair of RBI, I think we all would have drove over to the Kansas side and placed as many bets on the boys in blue as humanly possible. Jackie gets it done. Michael Massey with a big opposite field RBI single in that eight-run sixth inning. That is the Michael Massey that I fell in love with a season ago in spring training. That opposite field approach is the Michael Massey that could be the Royal second baseman for the next five, six, seven-plus seasons. Nick Prado, I, I mean, I... I him and Michael Garcia, I don't know if there's anyone that has impressed me more over the past week. Now, maybe Garcia has a slight edge over Nick Prado, but those swings that we're seeing from Prado, man, that, that's, that's even better than what we saw as he was making his big offensive turnaround in 2021 down in the minor leagues. I mean, the strikeouts... Are, are always going to be present to a certain extent, but boy, oh boy, has, has, has Prado done a great job at nipping that issue in the bud. Vinny Pasquantino, all he does is hit rockets, and when he doesn't, they're beautiful opposite field bloops like we saw in the first inning and RBI double in the fifth inning as well. I mentioned it yesterday talking about Michael Garcia. A kid's just cool, man. He's, and I'll be honest, his cool nature, I was quick to judge as a young man that floats. There were, there were times where I thought he would float out there, whether it's physically or mentally, I thought his focus would be at times hard to rein in. Have not seen that for a single solitary second this season. So I've been wrong on Michael Garcia in 2023. Maybe that's who he was, but I haven't seen it here in this evaluation season of 23. And look, I'm not going to hold what you used to be over your head. Michael Garcia, man, go ahead, lay down a bunt. Kid's not going to panic collects the ground ball, takes a breath, and throws a strike to first base, also continues to get it done at the dish. His job in that eight-run sixth inning was to get down a sacrifice bunt. And then he notices uh, Dylan Cease can't find the strike zone. So I'm going to square to bunt, but I'll be quick to pull it back and spit on these borderline pitches, and he ultimately draws a walk to load the bases and end Dylan Cease's nights. He would come around to score. They would all come around to score in that eight-run sixth inning as the boys go on to win by a final count of 12-5. to five. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. So it's one of those pick-your-star 
type of nights. Who you feeling tonight, Kansas City? Let's head out to Overland Park. Jack, you're going to hit leadoff tonight. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, well, as in 2014 and 15, we always had the slogan, keep the line moving, and I think we showed that tonight, and I think we should uh, bring it back. And I told myself going into the series, we got to take three out of four to even Whoa. have chances for our future. And uh, To be honest to me, Michael Garcia has given me some signs of Alcides Escobar not doing too much at the plate but poking it out there and doing his job, and I really appreciate that from him. He's really impressed me. It's his cousin, as a matter of fact. Did you know that? Do what? That was that. That's Esky's cousin. For real? For real? For real? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I never Ronald knew Acuna's that. cousin as well. I knew that. Yeah, yep, that's yep. probably why. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and thanks for the phone call. Yeah, you, you can see the similarities at the dish between Acuna and Garcia. And when Garcia shows off that right arm, yeah, sure, you can see some similarities between him and Esky as well. Thanks for the phone call. Quick timeout. Royals win 12-5. to We'll get back to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Fastball line through the left side, base hit in left field. Olivares comes in to score. Prado stops at third. Garcia's over to second, and Michael Massey's on it first with an RBI single. The Royals retake the lead in the bottom of the sixth. It's 5-4. to four. Breaking they never ball bounce back. down the first baseline, pass sheets, fair ball toward the right field corner. Prado's in to score, Garcia races in behind him, Massey stops at third. Jackie Bradley Jr. is three for three, he's got his second double of the game, and he drives in two. The Royals now lead seven to four in the bottom of the sixth inning. Prado laces it into the left center field, gap down for a base hit. Salvi's in to score, Melendez rounds the bag, he comes in behind him. Now Olivares races around third, he scores standing. Nick Prado clears him with an opposite field double. And the Royals now lead 12-4 in the bottom of the sixth. Final score would be 12-5, Royals win and have won. Back-to-back games for the second time this season. They'll look to make it three straight tomorrow night as Jordan Lyle squares off with Lucas Giolito 
It's a 6.40 first pitch, and I'll be on the air with the On Deck Show beginning at 5.30. My game notes after this seven-run uh, seven drubbing of the White Sox. My game notes brought to you by Jay's Southland Toe Service. A quick look at... Um, a quick look at my game notes show MJ Melendez, who belted home run number four, 431 feet. Game notes say he's hitting 321 on this homestand, a homestand in which the Royals are batting 310 as a club, averaging almost seven and a half runs per game. They dropped an eight spot on the White Sox in the sixth inning and run away and turn this one into a laugher. So who's your star of the night? Let's go to the text line. The J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. Hayden Inalanex is all sorts of fired up. He loves what he's seeing. Thanks for listening as always, Hayden. Joey in Grain Valley, you know he's fired up. Looking to, yes, uh, one more win, Joey, and that is what we call a winning streak. From the 316, let's go, Vern. Fire me up. What a win. Those opposite field knocks were outstanding tonight. Nick Prado has been awfully impressive. Let's make it three in a row tomorrow. I'm with you. And and you if you've been listening to me, um I guess it's probably been a while. It's been a lot of losing. But yeah, the, those opposite field knocks, oppo knocks as we used to call them, boy. That uh, that makes me feel all sorts of warm and tingly, especially when it's such a well-rounded pro like Michael Massey. So very happy to see him, uh, you know, put together what has been a, a pretty solid week plus. Same with Nick Prado. Same with Michael Garcia. And don't look now, but MJ Melendez might be about to break out. And if that happens, if they're able to join Vinny and Bobby, who have been rather steady throughout the season... Drew Waters starts his rehab assignment tomorrow. Now it's looking like the offense that we were hoping to see, an offense that I believed had to lead this ball club. Right, it was always my state, uh, it was always a statement that I made dating back to spring training that if this ball club was going to compete at any point in 2023, it was going to be because of the offense. And the only way the offense was going to be able to keep you in games was by being led by Bobby, Vinny, Salvi, and MJ. The big four, the core four at the top of the lineup. They had to pace the way. Tonight, they drove in half of the runs. MJ with four, Salvi and Vinny each plating another. So that was the baseline. At, 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 at bare minimum, those guys had to deliver to even have an even the, the 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 smallest of chances to compete. Those four had to be above league average. They couldn't just be good. They had to be very good. But if the Royals wanted to be good, not only did those four need to be very good. But you needed Prado, you needed Waters, you needed Massey. You needed some surprises along the way. I, I go back to spring training, and it's something I do every year. My X, Y, and Z for the season. If these three players can meet or exceed expectations, well, then the Royals might have a chance to make August and September relevant. And to me, those three players were Daniel Lynch, Nick Prado, and Drew Waters. Because if you get a good Daniel Lynch to go along with 
what we expected from Granky, what we expected from Singer, that's a pretty solid one, two, three. And if you get Prado and Waters to exceed expectations, to go along with what we already demand from Bobby, Vinny, MJ, and Salvi, well, now we're talking about a lineup that's six deep. That team can compete. Waters starts his rehab assignment tomorrow. Daniel Lynch could return Friday in the opener against Milwaukee, but the team right now saying he's going to make his next start uh, in AAA. And you've seen what Nick Prado's been doing. Prado tonight, two for three with a walk and three runs scored thanks to that three-run double to cap off the eight-run sixth inning. So it's all starting to come together. Sure, they're 16 games below 500, but it's got to start somewhere. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. Let's go to Double J. What's going on, buddy? Nice to hear from you. Phone, what a game tonight. Uh, I just would say uh, I don't really have, like, a MVP. Just a good team win, honestly. That's all I got to say. Ready to go offense. Yeah, you're right. Offense with a season-high 12 runs. Uh, Zach Granke gives you a Granke special, and Max Castillo comes out of the bullpen and picks up Amir Garrett as Castillo makes his season debut by spinning two and a third innings of one-run relief. Absolutely. And uh, uh, I'm like this uh, Garcia guy. And and, uh, you asked a question a couple of weeks back. Who would you rather be, Pedro Gafaro or Matt, Matt Cotero? Uh, well, I, I asked think, it a few weeks ago, Double J. It's not fair to answer it two weeks later. Well, I know. I mean, but, uh, yeah, that, that's 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 it, poorly it, presented. I'm not. I haven't brought that up uh, recently. That was weeks ago. I, it was weeks ago, but I uh, didn't get a chance to answer that. But I'd take Q, man. I mean, with a young team that we have. Of course, you're going to say that. Going he just beat Pedro Grafal by seven runs, Double J. Thanks for the phone call. Let's go to Dan and KCK. Dan, you're on the post game show. Go ahead. Hey, Josh, how you doing? What a, what a sixth inning, eight runs, you know. Uh, two two heroes tonight, Garcia, for you know, giving, trying to give that out and giving the walk and then the two out double by Melinda. So it looked like the White Sox were going to get out. But we saw everything tonight. We saw Benintendi. I didn't see it, but uh, they are doing balls and strikes in the dugout that got thrown out of the game. So let's keep it going, dude. When, uh, uh, who Lyles tomorrow? But yeah, I told you, a winning streak is coming. Gosh, the care. Royals win twelve to five. We'll take a quick timeout. We're back with more after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, six ten Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Hey Kansas City, this is Scott Barlow, and you're listening to the home for Royals baseball, six ten Sports Radio. Melendez drives it deep right center field. Hazley barely moves. It's out of here into the fountains. Two-run shot, MJ Melendez, and this game is tied at three. A 431-foot homer for MJ Melendez. It's his fourth of the season, and we've got a brand new ball game in the bottom of the fourth inning. Sees through him a fastball down and in at 98 miles an hour, and MJ turned it right around. Yes, fourth home run of the season. Royals win 12-5. Let's go to Isaac in Warsaw. You're on 610 Sports Radio. What's going on, buddy? 
Hey, Vern. Man, it was a fun night at the K tonight. You know, warm night, uh, lots of runs, fun night. And, you know, from this past weekend, you know, a lot of memories of uh, Locaine and, you know, going back, looking at highlights. And You know, when I watch Locaine, the first thing I think of is just cool. You know, he plays cool. You know, he every you know when he makes a dive and play or or his unique swing and watching tonight, you know maybe it was just because I was you know sitting out in right field, but when I watch MJ, man, and, and I'm not comparing them in any way. I'm just oh, he, saying this. He's one got swag aspect. for days. I'll give you that. That's no right. Doubt. No That's doubt. right. Man, when I watch him, it's man that guy plays cool. Yes, he and, does. And it's it's fun to watch that. So it was a fun night. Yeah, no no question. Yeah, he's got that South Florida swag. I think he got it from his daddy. I I, I don't know. He's he's had it he's had it since the moment he arrived. Thank you very much for the phone call, yep. Isaac. Yeah, MJ Melendez, not only that home run. I mean, when you can hit the ball 430 feet, that alone makes you cool. Um, but but after the two-run single in the 6th inning, we haven't seen that MJ Melendez, the D Wade MJ Melendez, we haven't seen that since last season. And we only saw that once last season because I believe that was stifled by some people inside that clubhouse. That's not happening this year. The production wasn't happening either for MJ. But we're starting to see that turn around again tonight. The 24-year-old goes two for five, scores a pair of runs, drives in four. Last night, he goes one for four with the run scored. Prior to that, his most recent start, he's on base again with another knock. So yeah, slowly but surely, we're starting to see that guy that I came into the season convinced was going to hit 25 home runs. He's at four as we approach the quarter pole of the season. So yeah, 25 might be difficult, but... When you have that kind of power, it I, I, I tend to believe that it's going to come in bunches. I mean, I remember having a conversation this offseason with some people at the office, and they, you know, every once in a while want my opinion of, you know, Vern, who should we target as far as a guest? You know, who in that clubhouse is entertaining? And after I said, if, if, if you guys don't get Vinny Pasquantino on your show regularly, you're doing something wrong because that guy is a superstar in every single aspect of the game. On the field, at the dish, in the dugout, in the clubhouse, behind the microphone, in front of the camera, the guy is everything you could want. So after I said Vinny with a bullet, MJ, I, I, I said, man, there's, there's just something about him. He just has an aura. He has the perfect amount of ego. And I listen, I, I, I don't say that disrespectfully. I, I don't say that as it's a as if it's a negative. You know, because the game itself will humble you. Right? What's the old saying? You're either humble or about to be humbled. So that that's coming whether you arrive to the show with humility or not. But there are some guys that they got to play with that ego. They, they got to play with that 
And maybe Pedro Grafal brought it out of him as he had rightfully so intentionally walked Salvador Perez in that sixth inning. Right, two on, two out, first base is open. Of course you walk Salvador Perez, especially when you have a lefty on the bump. That was the right move by Pedro Grafal, but because MJ is a competitor, because he has a perfect amount of ego, he takes it as disrespect. Oh, you want to pitch to me? All right, we'll choke on this two-run single to left center field. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? No, I'm with you, man. MJ is, uh, I mean, no matter what I say, I'm going to sound old and lame, but swag, drip. <laughs> yeah, I can't even say it. I mean, the necklace is always popping. No, no, yeah. This clubhouse needs a guy like that. Might might need another one. Might need another ego in that clubhouse. Might also need a uh, a jerk in that clubhouse. I don't know if there is a jerk right now inside that Royals clubhouse. And look, when you're 16 games below 500, uh, maybe now's not the time to bring in the jerk. Appreciate the phone call, Isaac. Let's head inside that Royals clubhouse and hear from tonight's starting pitcher and future Hall of Famer, Zach Greinke, who again delivered a Grinky classic, a Grinky special, as we call him. Five innings and a chance to win. Well, five and two-thirds innings. Three earned runs. Does not factor in the decision as Jose Quas comes in, throws two pitches, and walks away with the win. Uh, which is why that statistic is somewhat antiquated. Nonetheless, let's hear what the great Grinky had to say following five and two-thirds innings of three-run baseball, six hits, two punchies, and one walk. A great game. That was, uh, I mean, defense was incredible. Offense, obviously great. And then uh, to do that against a really good pitcher. And so it was just a, it was one of the better games. Uh, coaches talked about it a little bit, but uh, still felt pretty good. Uh, really good at bat by uh, Sheets. And a couple other guys had just uh, long at-bats with me. And then there's a lot of quicker ones, but the longer at-bats were a little tougher. Yeah, didn't didn't move a lot. Zach, that ball that went off your glove, was the frustration that you thought you should have had that, or was it the pitch? Uh, I should have let it go. I mean, I, I knew that it should have been caught. I think I was thinking I could do it faster if I caught it and make a better chance of it being a double play. But also, I missed a couple balls this year that probably cost like four runs that uh, should have caught. All right, there you go. That is Zach Greinke after the Royals' 12-5 win. Thanks to Joel Goldberg and the rest of the fine people at Bally Sports Kansas City for providing the audio. Royals win by seven. Let's get to the text line, the J Southland Toe Service text line, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Also, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas. 
We'll head back inside the Royals Clubhouse in just a moment. Uh, Raj in the Ozarks writes in, great job, Zach Granke. Great job, defense, offense, fantastic. Vernar, pitcher plague or just freak stuff is a little concerning. I'm glad we went and got a Philly. Well, there's a lot in that text message that could be confusing to some. Yes, uh, the the pitcher plague or freak stuff that he alludes to. Uh, uh, Amir Garrett leaving the game after punching out Elvis Andrews and getting sick on the field. Uh, you know, I kind of felt like that tonight, too. So I get that. And then, yeah, Ryan Yarbrough taking a 106-mile-per-hour line drive off of the face. Uh, yeah, that that's awful, but we got good news, as you heard earlier, or as good of news as you could possibly hope for, that is uh, Yarbs uh, released from the hospital. And as far as the Philadelphia Philly that the, uh, the team acquired, yeah, if you missed that earlier today, the Royals made the first of what I presume are going to be many trades over the next two-plus months, sending a 19-year-old outfielder, uh, that hasn't played above rookie balls, put up nice offensive numbers in a very small sample size. They send him to the Philadelphia Phillies organization. In return, they get six foot seven right-hander James MacArthur. He's 26, will turn 27 this offseason. Again, 6'7", 230, drafted back in the 12th round in the 2018 class. Climbed steadily throughout the minor leagues in Philadelphia. Pitched in AAA this season for the first time, uh, but still searching for success at the higher ranks. Had too many base runners last season in AA. Too many base runners, too much hard contact this season in AAA, but I'm a fan of the move. Well, let me... I'm a fan of... Um... I hate to say I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of being transactional for transactional sake, um, but based off of what J.J. Piccolo did last year at the trade deadline, some of the moves that he made this offseason, including the Adalberto Mondesi trade, I think he's hitting at a pretty high clip, so I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, all that matters in this league, in, in professional sports, period, is the bottom line. So this is a very bottom-line move. If, if, if the, the outfielder turns out to be really good and the pitcher does not, bad move, right? And, and if both are bad, okay, well, then it's a, it, it's a throwaway. See, these are the type of moves where a lot of talking heads, a lot of windbags will get on and have a strong opinion as if they've really ever watched a full game of James MacArthur or a full game of the young man out of Venezuela. Uh, I would guess it's Junior Marin, right? Maybe it's Junior Marin, uh, but I, I can't imagine that's how he would pronounce it. Um, but look, if the Royals are going to, and they already have been more transactional under this current regime, but if they're going to emulate Cleveland and emulate Tampa and win in the margins, these are the type of trades that you need to win. Now, I know you're not going to go 20 for 20 or 15 for 15. You're not going to hit on every single trade. I understand that. You understand that. Um, but you, 
if you're going to win in the margins, if you're not going to join the other half of Major League Baseball that is spending north of $200 million in their operating payroll, if you're not going to do that, well, then you got to hit at a high clip. And you you got to win 65 75% of these trades. It, it sounds ridiculous because it is, and yet that's what Tampa's doing. That's why they're where they are. Cleveland's where they are because of their drafting and developing of starting pitching. Both of them, I'm not sure if you can duplicate what Cleveland has done, what Tampa has done. I, I'm excited to watch the Royals take a shot. I, I, I hope they're able to do it, and I hope this uh, MacArthur kid works out. I'm happy with it. Certainly not going to... Because I've, well, yeah, who, who cares about social media? Uh, let's get back to the text line. 913-586-7610. Spike in St. Joe writes in, Vern, uh, Royals need some pitching for the next couple of games. Yeah, you're right about that. Because you look at the last, uh, what, six games? You know, Grinky has two good starts. Ryan Yarbrough had a good start. And then it's been stinkers from Lyles, Keller, and Singer. And over the next three games, we're going to see Lyles, Keller, and Singer. Now, I still have all the faith in the world in Brady Singer. Maybe that's, uh, you know, my, my, my heart more so than, no, it's not. It's not. I, I, I know the makeup of Brady Singer. I mean, so long as he's healthy, I expect him to bounce back in the finale coming up on Thursday. Jordan Lyles, Brad Keller, I'll be cheering for him. I'll be rooting him on, but it's kind of a, a wait-and-see thing. Yeah, no doubt, Spike. Of course, it always comes back to pitching. Now, as I say that, I'm also going to go back to my you know, statements throughout spring training, and that is the, the pitching was always the reason why I was sending out distress signals from surprise. There, there, there wasn't the depth, and in my opinion, there wasn't the talent, especially now that Chris Bubich has lost for the season. And apparently you're, you're not going to use Daniel Lynch's 90 pitches on Friday in Milwaukee. Okay. Um, well, then, yeah, I, I, I don't expect you to win much because if you can't pitch, you can't win. And right now your, 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 your pitching staff's one gigantic question mark. So the team's got to be led by its offense. Can they drop 12 runs every night? No. Sure, they, they've scored almost seven and a half per game on this homestand. If they can keep that up, sure, they can at least win another one against Chicago and earn a split of this four-game series. 913-586-7610. A few more from the text line. From the 913, Vern, Alex Rios had right field swag. He could not possibly care less what anyone thought about him, no matter what his results were. Uh, he thought his smelled like roses. Does MJ have that kind of swag? Well, the way you're describing it makes Alex Rio sound like uh, not the best guy. I never had an issue with Alex Rios. Honestly, as, as I was reading through that, I, I thought it was more of a nod to his fragrance. Because if we could be real, what time is it? 10.42, it's just you and I. Alex Rios is a beautiful man. We can acknowledge. I'm sure he still is. I haven't seen him since the parade, but 
He's a beautiful man, always smelled good, always dressed to the nines. Uh, no, MJ doesn't have... Alex Rios had grown man. I got kids. I got money. I got a great family. Alex Rios, no, that, that was a grown man swag. MJ's still a young man. Put it this way. Alex Rios had the diamond watches. MJ's still on the chain. Rios waved goodbye to the chain. He, he, he had all the chains by the time he left Toronto. So, so no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to put MJ in that class just yet. And Alex Rios has a ring. And Alex Rios was right in the middle of all the, uh, uh, yeah, isn't he the guy, wasn't he the first one to the dish in the comeback against Houston? I might be wrong on that. Let's go back to the text line. From the 6-6-0, Vern, my main star of the night, was the entire offense. That's fair. Uh, they scored eight runs. Five after two outs. Kept the line moving. All right, kind of long here. I think I'm going to read that poorly, so we're just going to X out of that and go to the next text. Yeah, shorten them up a little bit here. Uh, Rally Mantis writes in. He was uh, paying attention to the game. That's great. From the 816, Nick Prado, Michael Garcia look great. Vern, I like. MJ is the cleanup hitter. I think he can thrive there. Yeah, certainly better than hitting in the top two. And, well, you know what? I don't want to do that. I'm glad that they said, all right, you're done catching. That was a, uh, that was a wise move. Let's head back inside that Royals clubhouse. Let's hear what Jackie Bradley Jr. had to say after his best game as a Kansas City Royal. Again, this audio courtesy of all the fine people, including uh, Jake Eisenberg. Oh, no, it was Ryan Lefevre tonight. Um, so just thanks thanks to everybody, all the fine people over there at Bally Sports Kansas City. And nice job with Annie Rogers on the pregame show. I thought she did a great job. Would love to see more of her. A little beat reporter action once a homestand. How about that? Uh, let's hear what Jackie Bradley Jr. had to say. Yeah, there's been a, a lot of you know, tough beats. have been able to hit the ball hard um, as a group. And, you know, sometimes things don't work out your way. Uh, we're hopefully that um, we can continue to play good baseball, um, both offensively and defensively, uh, and start having more games like the past two games. Now, you've been through certain stretches like this, just overall as a team in your career. So what's something you tell the young guys like when it's starting to get better and to move out a little bit to keep, to keep the momentum going? I think this group does a good job of just, just focusing on today. Uh, I don't think you know, we want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, I think as as a whole, as long as we come in every single day, uh, put the work in, um, trust um, you know the preparation that we have, and leave it all out there on the field. And once again, just focus on winning that day, and then things will start to, to build and continue to to go the right direction. Man, I'll tell you what. Maybe a younger Vern would front right now and be like, "Are they listening to Miley Cyrus in there, boys? Clean it up." That song is a jam. You know what? I got nothing bad to say about Miley. Well, I do. No, I don't. No, I don't. I got, I got, uh, I got much love for 
Miley Cyrus. I'm hoping to have a lot of love for Jordan Lyles tomorrow night as he squares off with Lucas Giolito. It's game two of this four-game series, and the first pitch comes your way. Same as tonight, 640, which means the On Deck Show live from Craft and Draft with a pair of tickets for you to see Shohei Otani and the Angels take on the Royals at the K on Father's Day. I'll get started at 530. Jordan Lyles, Lucas Giolito, Royals looking to make it three straight wins for the first time all season. I appreciate you listening, Kansas City. Luke Bell, thank you very much for your help back at the studio. Thanks to you uh, for the text, the tweets. Talk to you tomorrow. You've been listening to Vern's postgame show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seventh strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.